Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Mike Spring. I had an interesting experience yesterday, Mike. Well, you know, that's nice and all, Warren, but you know, we're, we're trying to record a podcast here. Well, I thought maybe we could talk about it on the podcast Oh, today. I see. You know, it's always about you, Warren. <laughs> you, you, you. No. So tell me, tell us tell us a little bit about your well, experience. Well, it was, um, it was uh, well, let's put it this way. You know how they say, it's not what you know, it's who you know? I have heard that <laughs> expression before. I've got a neighbor. I've worked with this neighbor before. He has a, a video production house. House, and um, most of what I've done for him in the past has been voiceover. I mean, that's my forte. But uh, but he knows I'm not camera shy. No, you Warren, you're, really? <laughs> you're you mean, you're trying to tell me that you're a little bit hammy? Is yeah, that what you're saying? I, I, I've been known to be. Yeah, I, I wouldn't guess. But what it came down to is that I was on the list that his assistant called for folks that uh, they needed for some on camera work. Now there there is an on camera narrator, which I thought I'd be perfect for because that way I get to read off of a, a teleprompter, and I'm pretty good at that. But there's also some acting going on. They're looking for like eight people to do this video, okay? And it's for a government agency, so there's money involved, obviously, here. So anyway, it, it's just, I thought today we could talk about um, how this has become a little bit of a, a natural extension of voice acting, that every once in a while, you're going to get approached about doing something a little bit more than perhaps what you've been trained for, or at least what you've been exposed to so far. Yeah, I think that's that's actually a really good point, Warren. You know, one of the nice perks about voice acting is that while the majority majority of the work that you're going to do in this field will usually be in a recording studio or in the vocal booth. You know, sometimes it branches out into other areas of things, such as the occasional on-camera acting gig. And now, from what you were telling me about, Warren, you got to put some of the skills that you've developed as a voice actor to use in your audition. Is that correct? Well, that's true. I mean, you're still going to market yourself the same way, and you're still going to be um, presenting yourself in the best possible light. And remember that when you are, especially in an audition process, process, in front of folks working for them, you are still marketing yourself. You're still showing them your professional and your best side. So that's what I tried to do in the, in this uh, audition yesterday. Um, in the room by myself with four people, the person that you know hired me, to, or not hired me, but asked me to come in and audition, and three people that were making the decisions as to you know which people they were going to use uh, out of everyone that was auditioning. Right, so here you had the chance to sort of put your etiquette skills, if you will, that you've developed over years as a voiceover actor into use. You know, you spent all this time as, as a voice talent going into new situations, new studios, meeting new people, having to make a good first impression. So here, where you're in an audition situation, which is, of course, where you want to make the best first impression you possibly can, you got to kind of take all those years of experience of doing that very thing and, and put it to use, right? Right, absolutely. And one of the first things that I've, I've tried to embrace, and it's been hard for years and years, is when you're first introduced to someone uh, to try to remember their name, obviously. And to do that, I repeated their names back to them as they were introducing themselves to me. And you know what? At the end of, thank goodness, the only 10 minutes that it took to do this, I remembered all three of their names and was able to you know, shake their hand and personally, once again, thank them for the time. Which is good because most days here, you can barely remember my name. So that's that's actually very impressive. Exactly. Let, let alone my own name. So <laughs> it's uh, But it is a very important part of the process, obviously. You want to make that great first impression. And then all 
also, you got a chance to kind of use the creativity that you've developed as a voice actor in the audition itself, right? It was very interesting how it happened. I read one part off of a script, and when I was done, the, the uh, person that called me into uh, you know to, to do this audition was working with me, and she said, "Okay, well, let's do that again. Let me explain better who this person is that you're playing here because you sound much too professional. You're probably a professional announcer, right?" And I, I looked at her and said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." For a few years. And she said, okay, well, here's who the person is. So she gave me some direction, gave me an idea of where I wanted to go or where she wanted me to go. And just like you do in voice acting, I was, you know, hopefully able to give them the performance. She said I did. She said, oh, that's better, much better, more relaxed. Right. And what you did was you took the skill you've developed as a voice actor, you know, years of practice of having to react to direction in a very quick way. And in an audition situation, you were able to do that very same thing. So that was really a chance for you to take your skills as a voice actor and kind of put them into this offshoot of what you do naturally and maybe it'll turn to something a little bit different. You got it, you got it. You know, when I first got contacted to do this, I actually was a little hesitant because I realized it was going to be on camera, which I've, again, done before, but usually as myself, hosting something or, you know, interviewing people, that sort of thing. And uh, this was going to be a little different. So I, I hesitated, but I figured, you know, nothing ventured, nothing gained, that sort of thing. So again, the idea here is go for it. Just the experience of, of doing the audition helped me. Right. And it's a good reminder about how you never know where your next job may come from. This is something that you have a neighbor. You mow the lawn, you wave, you say hi, and you know, eventually over the years you, you, you get a relationship and, and something pops up. You never know who's going to lead to you getting some sort of work. Yeah, it's like that infomercial that you and I worked on a few months back that, uh, that we did. Again, a little outside our sphere, mm-hmm. but a fun challenge, and you got to play yourself, sort of, but you, you, you still had to act a little bit, right? Right, absolutely. And actually, what's interesting, kind of going along with the, you never know where the connection might come from, is my wife got the chance to do some on-camera acting as well. Now, she's not an actor. She's not a voice actor or an on-camera actor, uh, but the part that I was cast for was a husband in a husband and wife talking situation, and so it was one of those things where they needed a wife, and I said, well, I happen to have one of those, and so she got to do the job with me. We, we did a little you know, sort of back and forth conversation, and obviously we had a good natural rapport, and uh, we both got paid for the job. So it's it's one of those things where you know she's not pursuing this as a career, but just by being connected to me, somebody who does this stuff regularly, she got an opportunity to do something a little bit different. And that's really the kind of the point of of what we want to talk about today is how you know connections are important, and they can lead to you doing new and exciting and fun things. And, and sometimes those are new, fun, and exciting things that you get paid for. She was very good, by the way. Well, thank you. She, she was very at the Emmy people called her yet? Well, you know, we're we're thinking about putting out some ads, you know, the for your consideration (laughs) types, you know, so she's very in demand now. So the the lesson learned here is uh, go for it, all right? And and don't be afraid that uh, maybe it's something you haven't tried before. Um, Think about how you got this far. Think about you, you know, probably thought about doing voice acting for many, many years before you took that step. So that next step might even be a little easier because of your experience. Right. And maybe, you know, and maybe you weren't thinking about voice acting for years. Maybe this time five years ago, you had no idea you were interested in it. It just goes to show how things can change and what you might not think you're interested in today could be very interesting to you tomorrow. Now, if you haven't taken the voice coach's introduction to voice acting class that we call Getting Paid to Talk yet, here's what it's all about it's a two and a half hour 
hour adult education class that we offer around the country at universities, colleges, and schools that will give you the real scoop on the business of voice acting. And we could be in your area sometime this spring. That's right. The week of May 2nd, watch for us in Milford, Middletown, Enfield, and Danbury, Connecticut, Vancouver and Seattle, Washington, and Jamestown, North Carolina. Also throughout the Bay State, that's Massachusetts, uh, Norwood, Franklin, Medfield, Acton, Carlisle, and Orleans, Massachusetts, out on Cape Cod, uh, Hampton, New Hampshire, and Port Ewan and Albany, New York. For dates and times that will be in your area soon, just call our toll-free number. It's 866-887-2834. Or you can email us anytime at podcast at voicecoaches.com. That's also the address for comments, questions, topic suggestions, and uh, if you think you figured out why the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame hasn't inducted Chicago into their ranks yet. Yeah, yeah, you know, write your congressman, you know. I mean, Chicago needs to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I mean, that's all there is to it. Can you tell whose idea that one was? (laughs) So thanks for joining us again this week. We've got another new topic next week. Hope you'll join us then. Take care. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. But uh, but he knows I'm not camera shy. No comment there. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, uh, well, yeah, I'm, I'm moving. You know, it's too early in the morning. Yeah, that's is what probably it is. what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, absolutely. I mean, nothing changes. You still, of course, uh, even the, this would. Yeah. You know, polite handshake, making a good first impression by really. Um, what am I trying to say? No. Anyway, so I should talk like I'm really going to talk when we're doing the podcast, which is kind of more like this rather than the mumbly thing I was doing before. Thing. So it really is a great chance to kind of put your use as a voice actor, put your work, no. <laughs> it really was a great chance for you to put your skills as a voice actor to work in sort of this outshoot of that, you know, an offshoot. What am I talking about today? <laughs> And uh, this was going to be a little different. So I, I hesitated, but I figured, you know, nothing gained, uh, you know, nothing lost, nothing gained. <laughs> nothing ventured, <laughs> nothing, nothing gained. That's what, that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> <laughs>